Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Robbie Knox, and I'm the landlord of the Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Hello and welcome back to The Moon Underwater, where we are here with Matthew Crosby creating his dream pub and it is an absolute belter uh, so far. Uh, Dan, before the break, you gave us an advert-based pub quiz, yeah. so I'll now hand it over to you for the answers. Thanks. Uh, advertising slogans. So we're doing four this week in a break from tradition. Love Bobby that. said I'm allowed to do extra questions. If, they're, if they're brief, things if like they're that. Brief. Yeah. These are nice and brief. They're, they're perfect, yeah. Yep. No criticism. Thank you. Uh, question one. Which drink brand used the tagline, it's the taste? Any ideas? I think I know this one. Okay, Robbie, do you think you know? I, I've got, I think it's Pepsi, but I don't know. Oh, okay. By, the, by that, oh, it's just, it almost certainly isn't. Well, I had a very strong memory of a voice saying, it's the taste. Oh, yeah. And I thought, who's saying that voice? Yeah. And it's got to be one of the PG tips chimps, hasn't oh, it? Correct. There we go. Yeah. Very I think good. of taste of a new generation. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, very good. They started using the chimps in 1956. Peter Sellers and Peter Bob, Sellers, and Bob right, Monkhouse. Yeah. Did oh, voices fantastic. Among nice. the voices there. What a gig. But they last last chimps ad was in 2002. People started to think, yeah, I think it's, doing this. It's yeah. one of those things, isn't yeah. it? It's a bit like um, Mr. Ed. They always used to say, to make the talking horse on Mr. Oh, Ed. They used to say, oh, we put peanut butter in his mouth. Yeah. And, uh, and you look at it and you go, no, you didn't. You no. had a fishing wire on his lip. And they were like, oh, yeah. they, all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, like, so he made yeah. it look like he was a talking horse. Yeah. It, it, it feels like dressing a chimp up in, yeah. a, you know, in a costume and even giving them a, a, a tea as delicious as PG tips. <laughs> yeah. You know, it still feels pretty, pretty cruel, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I don't think they paid them much either. They no. replaced him with with monkey, didn't they? They did. The sort of which uh, were very good. Which I sort of never made the connection. They got rid yeah. of chimps yeah. and brought in monkey yeah. and, and Johnny oh, that Vegas. Makes so much more sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Question two: Which advert featured a young girl and boy with dancing eyebrows? I think what I know this one. Ad. Now, yeah, I th- I think I know this. Oh, do I know this? I think, I think Robbie's more confident. Yeah, so we go you, with you, you first. You, you, well, I'll just agree with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, go on, go on. You, you, you give your answer, and I. I think it's Cadbury's Dairy Milk. Okay. You see, I think I think it's chocolate as well, but I thought it might have been cream egg. 
There's one for Robbie. Oh, Equalizer. There you go. Wow. Very good. Tension. Yeah. Uh, that was to Don't Stop the Rock by Freestyle. Uh, the Did boy, you? Bradley Ford, went on to be in Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black. Oh, wow. And the girl, Georgia Wake, was in, did some horrible histories and my family and stuff. I think oh. I say he was disemboweled then. Was disemboweled. It's a documentary. Uh, did mind. some, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, question three. Which advert featured a musical animation with lyrics that began the red car and the blue car had a race? Can I just quickly give you a scene? Yeah, should we do a line each? So yep. it's the red car and the blue car had a race. All that all red wants to do, do is stuff his, his face. face. He eats everything he sees from trucks, something trucks to, to prickly trees. trees. But smart old blue, he took the, the Milky, Milky Way. way. Oh, yes. There we go. There we go. Well, we got there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I didn't know this. Apparently, that song was uh, retitled Home for Christmas Day and made it into the charts at Christmas 1991. Really? Yeah. You could just do internet. anything in the 90s, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Like, that wouldn't get in the charts. Well, as, a, as opposed to the, the Christmas number ones we get nowadays, like uh, Lad lad Baby every single year, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a better class of music, isn't it, in the, in the <laughs> yeah. modern era, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, 19,328 listens on Spotify. Huge one. Yep. Great uh, uh, um, Okay, and fourth question. So it's one all. So this and... and this is the decider, this is the isn't decider. it? Oh, what, was, what was the question? Which advert identified its product... As the cream of Manchester. I think I might know. I think I know this one as well. I think it's Boddington's. It's Boddington's, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's a draw. Honourable. It's some lovely stuff about that. uh, It was... Of such a successful ad campaign. Melanie Sykes, wasn't it? Melanie Sykes with the ice cream. Um, It became the fourth highest selling bitter in the country and the highest selling canned bitter. This was in the 90s. There's a lovely quote from the Whitbread chief executive in 1995. He said, uh, talking about how successful it had been, it was very fortuitous that the brewery was in Manchester. To outsiders, Manchester is a very attractive place, known the world over for (laughs) soccer... I like yeah. that to outside yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. live there. Yeah, no, I yeah. love Ma- Manchester's no, yeah, it's brilliant. Great. <laughs> uh, known for soccer, art, music, and broadcasting. It would be difficult to have a cream of Wolverhampton, even though <laughs> oh. Banksy's beer is very good. People do not aspire to visit Wolverhampton. On the whole, they try to bypass it. All right, mate. <laughs> I think I think his wife has had an affair with someone from Wolverhampton, yeah. and he's now just suddenly just trying to destroy Tom it. Tom and Ben from Pappies are both from Wolverhampton, and I think oh. I think even they would agree Manchester greater than Wolverhampton. Yeah. Surely, surely. Harsh though. No, didn't, didn't, need, didn't need to oh, say that, did it? It's, it is a lo- it is a lovely place, really. We used to play the Slade Rooms, because obviously yeah. Slade are from, uh, well, Dave Hills yeah. from Wolverhampton. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's, it's a lovely place, but um, it's not the, it's not the sort of cultural hub that Manchester is. No. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of canny thing, the cream of Manchester, isn't it? Because they're basically saying, you know what's the best bit of the beer? The head. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, like I've got a, um, uh, I've got a, uh, my sister now lives in the northeast. She's married to a guy from Newcastle. They live in in Hexham. And uh, when he when he goes and visits his dad and sort of they drink in those clubs, there's um, there's like a, a push button on the pints because people would argue about you know like have you ever seen this before? Like in the clubs, there's a push button rather than a tap on the oh, pints because oh. people would argue about like how much of a head you were giving them. Oh, you right. couldn't have an argument then, or like right. fill that up a bit more. You know, you, yeah. I want it filled to the top. So they were just like, wait, you push the button. Out it comes. This is what you're getting. Yeah. But the idea that you could go, if it was like that much head, you'd be like, 
that's actually better. Yeah, yeah. thank you for yeah, yeah. more of the cream of Manchester. Even, even more cream. The cream's the best bit, isn't and you it? You get to think of Melanie Sykes serving you from the uh, <laughs> from the ice cream van. Yeah, yeah. Cream yeah. yeah. <laughs> well Lovely. done. That was an excellent well done. quiz. It was a great quiz. Well, well done, everyone. Done. We Everyone's can all happy. walk away with our yeah. heads held high. Yeah, yes. Um, Matthew, you get two spirits in your moon underwater. What's That's your first right. choice? Now, I'm stretching the term spirit to absolute breaking point here because okay. I've picked Space Doubt. Now, Space Doubt was an Alcapop uh, <laughs> that was available in about 1996, 97, and then was taken off the shelves. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, it's quite nice to have lived through a, a sort of teen panic. I've lived through a yeah. few of them mm. now. Um, so, obviously, in the... Uh, late 80s early 90s there was the satanic panic when people thought they were yeah. like backwards messages in in like a lot of the bands i used to really enjoy listening to but the alcopop panic was a big one yeah, yeah. i don't know if you are, are of oh, an yeah. age where we you were exact Al- exact age yeah. for that yeah so i, I was I, I loved alcopops as a kid obviously you know bacardi breezes <laughs> yeah but like I, yeah, <laughs> you know i wasn't drinking i was drinking underage i was drinking these alcohols yeah. the yeah. reason they were banned was was kids like me but spaced out is one i particularly remember i had um we bought, See, I do not remember this, and, and well, it was quite hard. I haven't found even a picture of it. I online. found one when I because I googled it to mm. think of my remembering the name right, and it, I could only find one article from the Independent yeah. back in the day yes, talking about that's, the one I found that's exactly well. that's the only yeah. only reference to it. I'm sure there's a, um, if I'd gone onto Reddit or something like that, there'd be some sort of you know subreddit all about it. But I, I remember we bought a big carrier bag of these, and I drank a bunch of them on the bus on the way to um, I was playing <laughs> I was playing in a band, uh, so on the way to do to do a gig, and. Uh, I love uh, <laughs> your stories are quite a lot of things happening on buses. KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic bus things. I've lived my life on buses, you know. Um, I, I, well, I, I tell you what, I didn't learn to drive until I was in my 30s. I think that's right. Yeah, I was well into my 30s. So I have spent a lot of time on buses. Yeah. I was in the bus. That's an absolutely fine thing to do to go on the bus. It's just the just the idea of someone coming up to you and say, "Look yeah. at the state of you and reading your KFC and yeah. then drinking a carrier bag full of spaced out." I think I was seventeen at the time. This is no, that's not. And also, it's, and also that's compact because buses only have doors that open on one side as well. Yeah. So you're for your car. Basically, that's what I've done is I've turned yeah. Yeah. I've turned my car into a bus that the passengers can't get out of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was uh, I drank a load of these with the other members of the the band we went and did our gig carried on drinking these it was one of those things where we were not old enough to drink in the pubs we were playing in um and also couldn't afford to drink in the pubs we were playing in so we'd go out into the car park and drink another spaced out out of a rucksack and then go back in and you know uh, pl- play some more songs um but i had such a terrible night on it like I, the the gig went fine right the gig i have got very happy memories of but afterwards it was just that thing of not just being such an inexperienced drinker uh I, I i got really really uh hammered i ended up basically asking out a girl i'd like for ages and her sort of effectively saying she said she said she said maybe in a way that meant no you know yeah. she's like you know she's like i tell you what i'll tell you next week and you go like i you like yeah. if, if you need deliberation time the yeah. answer is no yeah. uh and so I went back into the room. I just done a gig. I was watching the headline band. I started crying, <laughs> cry, and then and then um, uh, my friend went out and said, "Oh, Crosby's in there crying." And the girl <laughs> who had asked out was like, "Oh, oh God, no. I've made him cry." She came in and was like, basically took pity on me. It was like, it was like, oh, you know, like it's gonna be okay. Look, you know, like, put, putting her arms around me, and I was crying and go, "Oh, but I really like all this kind of stuff." So I've, I had such a bad, and then and then they obviously they banned Spaced Out. Why did they ban it? 
what, what, what was the, what was the drink? What is it, it was uh, it was like an alcoholic lemonade, right. um, but it had uh, it had like spacemen on the outside and aliens and stuff, and it looked like breakfast cereal. Right. It looked like American breakfast cereal on the outside. It was so specifically designed for kids. It was like that's the reason they banned it. Uh, there was a bunch of other ones, but yeah. spaced out was the one I remember. Barking frog, barking frog, wicked yeah, red gone. and vixen. They were all gone, taken off. Around the same time, yeah. Yeah, and it was around the same time that, you know, it would have been it would have been within six months of me having my terrible night on it. Yeah. So I never got to right the wrongs of Spaced uh, yeah. Out, mm. you know. Um, I, I feel it a little bit with, um, with, with the Edinburgh Festival. You want, to, you want to end on a high, you know. Like, if you, if you have a bad year, most people think, oh, well, just don't go to the Edinburgh Festival anymore. The, the, the comic's mindset is, I've got to go back and have a good year. Yeah. And I feel like I, <clears throat> I haven't had my good run on Spaced Out, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a more established drinker now. I'm a more confident drinker. I reckon I can have a night on Spaced Out where no one's crying. Yeah. Wow. Right? I'm not going to claim. I'm not going to, I, I, you know, I, I think I could get my, I could get through six bottles of Spaced Out and not embarrass myself. And I, I sort of, I need that. I need the closure. And in your pub, you'd like to give other people the opportunity to do this. Oh, absolutely. And also I want it to be full of underage drinkers. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I don't. Yeah, no, Don't don't drink until you're 18, guys. Don't do drugs and stay in school. Do you remember, and I mention this all the time on here, but I've not found anyone who remembers this. Around that time, around the time of Hooch and Two Dogs. Oh, yeah. Very briefly, they sold alcoholic milk. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. And no, that, I don't remember that at all. Hard there was, milk. There was one called Moo, I Moo. think it was. Yeah, I remember. I, I think actually they, in my, in they, my research yes, for this, yeah. Moo, Moo was another one that was asked yeah. to either change its branding or change its change. They said, yeah. they said take, they had to take it off until they uh, give it a new name to make it less appealing to the under 18s. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know what that was. I think the, the whole, I mean, I was all like, well, come on, Alka Pops, everyone likes all that. But I think when you are bringing out milk, it's yeah. like, yeah, that, okay, that is appealing to kids because yeah. very few adults come just go have a nice pint of milk. Well, it's uh, the the other thing, the other sort of big sort of totemistic uh, figure that appeared in around the same time was the big Lebowski who drank white Russians. Yes. yes. So uh, that would have been around 1998, 99. Yeah. Um, and so as a result, me and my pretentious friends started drinking white Russians. Mm. And I remember... Um, Bell goes. Uh, well, it actually, by that point, one of my friends ran a ran a bar, like a classy bar, nice. in Bromley, uh, near Bromley, Bromley South Station. And so I got a call from him one night. Uh, I was having dinner with my family. He called the called the landline and said, "Oh, we're gonna have a lock in at the, the pub tonight, and I'm gonna be doing like my new take on the on the White Russian." Oh. So I finished my. I was eating a plate of gammon. I finished my gammon. The reason I remember this is because I saw that gammon yeah, later was, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a very keen memories of the gammon. Uh, yeah. And I went off there and we were drinking these these white Russians. And he was like, instead of using um, milk, I use cream. It's not a million miles away from your mm. uh, Black Forest Gatto recipe, yeah. actually. Yeah. But um, so we were drinking uh, like tumbler glasses of full cream with Kahlua and uh, what is it? Kahlua and vodka? Is that a, is that a white Russian? Maybe. We did ask this Probably. the other yeah. day, didn't we? Um, but anyway, it was, it, was a, it was a coffee liqueur and a hard spirit with full cream and i had probably only about three or four of these and oh god i've, I've never been so immediately sick in my life yeah, vodka, yeah. um for some reason i don't i don't feel like i need to revisit the um my friend alaric's special recipe uh white russians to redress the, the wrongs of that night but spaced out is one i is one i really want to so i can understand alcoholic milk it makes sort of makes mm. perfect sense doesn't it okay Fair yeah 
Well, there we go. Well, that's that's in there. What's your other spirit? My other spirit is um, it's it's the Glenlivet, um, and basically, I, I I like drinking whiskey. I uh, I don't drink a lot of it. I don't drink it. I mean, I've got bottles of it at home. I don't drink it at home because I'm um, I'm not like a a hardened cop from the seventies. <laughs> I'm not, not, I think when I was growing up, I I assumed, I think when I was, when I was a little kid, I assumed that, that I would have a little bar in my house. Do either of you guys have a bar in your house? No, no, I've got, I've got a shelf with lots of gin gin on it. I've got a unit with gin on it, but not an actual bar, no. Yeah, I sort of assumed I'd have, at the very least, I'd have one of those big globes, flip top globe things. Whenever I see people who've got those, I think... Yeah, you've cracked life. Yeah. Um, especially if inside that globe you've got the um the sort of cut glass decanter. Yeah. And I always Ooh. thought, oh, I'd be the kind of person who has a cut glass decanter of uh of whiskey in my in my house. And I'm not. I'm not that person well, at I've all. Got, I've got the gin. It's on a, it's on like a there's a cupboard that's got like our now nice plates in in the living room, a really nice sort of little cupboard type thing. And on top of that, there's all gins. And there is a cut glass decanter on there oh, that, is I it? that I don't use, but it's just got from my mum. Yeah, yeah. It's, really, it's the sort of thing I, I feel like I, I should have had. The reason I picked the Glenlivet is because um, it's cool, it's got the in front of it. Like it's oh, a band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a really like, um, no, it's not Glenlivet. It's the Glenlivet. And um, I just find it, I think there's something quite sort of funny and, um, yeah. you know, as a, as a pretentious drinker, I think it's the sort of thing I would, even though it's, again, it's, it's one you get in any Tesco or any Sainsbury's or whatever. It's, it's, uh, I, I like the idea of that. Also, um, I'm, I'm very into, uh, picklebacks and it's quite a good one to do with picklebacks. Have you no, had, have you? No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've heard of, I've not had. No. Have you, has anyone, no. No, no one's ever picked a, uh, picked a pickleback as their, as their choice? No. Oh my goodness. Well, in which case then, uh, the Glenlivet in my pub either comes with a little bit of water or uh, a, a shot of pickle juice. So the way it works is the pickleback, uh, you, you drink the whiskey first, shot it. It's normally a double whiskey, shot it, and then you do a double shot of pickle juice. And it sounds disgusting. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it sounds like yeah. a sort of stag do prank. Yeah. But it's something about the way the flavors combine uh it completely neutralizes and even sweetens the taste right. of uh, of whiskey oh, wow. i imagine there are actual genuine whiskey fans screaming at their airpods right now because <laughs> this is a disgusting way to consume but you know you know you can do it you can do a pickle jack with jack daniels or Thing whatever is, yeah they don't have to go to your pub they don't have to go to the pub and you know it's what pub. you can have it with water if you want to have it yeah. with water no one's forcing you to have a pickle back yeah. but um I, you know, the other night I was uh, I was out with uh, with uh, Ellis James, and he'd never had one before, and he couldn't believe it. He kept he, he just kept using the phrase "game changer." It's um, it, you know, like if you are if you're drinking to if you if it's one of those nights when you're drinking with the express purpose of getting drunk, it's a, a great way to get drunk. It's basically alcopops because it doesn't taste of, of mm, you know yeah. you taste the whiskey for a second but as soon as you've got the the pickle juice inside it's, it tastes very very sweet and almost fruity does it work if you mix them together and drink it have you ever tried that's a really good question if you if you stick them in a, in a cocktail shaker give them a yeah. good shake and, and and chin that uh i will i will investigate Research. and report back please do mm, i don't know mm. that would be that would be much appreciated um we've been talking a bit recently in the sort of spin-off show behind, uh, behind the cellar door. Is that what it was yes. called? 
No, pub notice board, the other one. One, one of the spin off shows that we do here at the middle. Behind the cellar door, you're not actually allowed to talk about That's a very, very high tier of the <laughs> yeah, Patreon yeah, yeah, if you yeah, want to get yeah, behind yeah. this cellar door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been discussing um, fictional pubs. And I was wondering if there's a pub from the world of comedy, for example, Ooh. your most taverns or sort of things that you'd most like to go and have a drink with. And I appreciate I put you on the spot here. Um, from the from the world of comedy is is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean it's not this isn't comedy. It's a, it's a oh, I mean this is going to sound pretentious as well. But Lucky Jim by Kingsley Amis. Mm, I right. always remember he was always he was always nipping away from university functions to find a little country pub and and drink a couple of pints. And I remember thinking those sounded that there was something about the way that Kingsley Amis wrote about pubs that sounded incredibly cozy. Yes, and yeah, I, 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 definitely. I I remember thinking I'd love to I'd love to be in a little a little country pub, you know, adjacent to academia, but crucially, I'm still bunking off. You know, yes. it's like I'm 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 at work because I'm people think I'm there, but I'm not. I'm up, yeah. I'm away in a pub. I've always th- thought that was that seemed uh, seemed very fun. What what other places would I like to? Crikey! Should we go through the, what, the, what are try, the great pubs of comedy? There's the great pubs of comedy. Yeah, is it Nags Head in Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, of course, falling through the bar. Cheers, the Cheers Bar. Always the I, first I ones, always which... thought, you know, if you if you compare a, what Duff to me looked like a really enjoyable beer. Mm. Yeah. Whereas the beer they drank, and it probably was because they had to be, the beer they drank in Cheers seemed watery. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, the stuff they'd stick in front of Norm, um, you thought, what, are you, what is this? Yeah. This yeah. feels, you know, when you drink a, a pint, you'll forget this was real ale and it tastes wet. Have you ever had that? You know, you drink a real ale and you're like, this tastes wet. Yes. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> and I'm describing all liquids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I But there are, there, less, are, there are real less, ales which yeah. feel thin yes. and therefore wet. Yeah. Oh, it felt like... And this of, doesn't taste wet. This, this doesn't taste no, wet, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, despite the fact... And weirdly, water doesn't taste yeah. wet because it's water. <laughs> yeah. But there are certain there are certain things. It's the expectation of what you should be getting compared with what you're actually mm. getting. My and laptop I, tastes wet. Now. Your, your yeah, laptop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your fritzing laptop is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say, so that I, I never fancied the pints in cheese. And again, they were, they seem very generous with the head, don't yeah. they? Yeah. You'd often see those sort of poorly, poorly poured, poured pints and think, what are you getting here? just want all the... A lot of yeah. a lot frothy, of froth. The yeah. froth in a in a pint of duff is on is above the line, isn't it? Yes. Rather than being yeah, in the, sort of spilling out, it's of spilling the glass. out, and you think, oh, that's mm. the kind of you know that's froth that would be very very fun to either blow off or um, suck in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm every bit as unhappy with that sentence as you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but, we'll you, but you, know, you know what I mean. Um, whereas the, the the cheers pints looked yeah yeah grim. What's the one in Family Guy? Drunken Clam. The Drunken Clam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a that feels more like the kind of place where you'd be sort of drinking a bottle of hooch, doesn't yeah. it? It feels more yeah. like like that. Um, I I always thought that um, uh, Bernard Black in his bookshop with a bottle of wine. Yeah, you know that looks like that looked like a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, being sort of a misanthropic uh, bookshop owner. Um, I've, that would of course require me to have read a book in the last 25 years but um, I don't know it doesn't have to you need no, to sell them don't I right, yeah, they yeah, need yeah, to do yeah. that really yeah. I just don't like to know I like the yeah, idea I mean my, my, my wife is an avid reader so our house is full of books and I, I love the way I love the way that looks reflected glory yeah you, it is yeah, yeah 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 absolutely yeah. Um, 
so yeah, what are th- go on, what what, what the well, other I'm trying to think what else there was. There was there was one I can't I can't remember what it was called, but men behaving badly. There were lots of pictures there in the pub that always looked quite nice. Yeah, and um, John Thompson was the landlord, wasn't it? In Men Behaving Badly, is that right? Oh, I can't remember what scene actually. I can't remember. I can't remember, I remember the pub. I can't remember. Was it quite an old bloke? Was the landlord? Yeah. Was it, I don't who was John, who was John Thompson the, land, the landlord in? Uh, I don't know. Let's have a we'll, is, we'll look that up. I'm, sh- I'm sure mind. of it. I'm sure. Of it. Anyway, maybe I'm maybe I'm getting yeah. uh, getting it wrong. Is is a pub quite a good location in comedy writing? Oh, well, it was was Paving Burnley? There we go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, early doors. We're forgetting the grapes in early doors. Ah, yeah. Which yeah. is one of the great sitcoms yeah. of all time. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's that's phenomenal. And it, that's that is a brilliant. That's every episode is. is what they call a bottle episode, I guess, because it's always contained in the pub. And in fact, one of the um, one of the best episodes they do is the um, the big boys beano when they go off to the races for the day, and you see them having breakfast in the pub. The lights change; they come back all hammered, and then they have a few pints afterwards. And I think that's yeah. I think a, a pub is a, a good location for a sitcom, but I think you'd be hard pushed. Do you remember early? Did you ever watch I, it? I vaguely <clears> remember it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was on when I was it was just after uni. So, um, in fact, I, um, they did a live version of it. At, uh, they did it at the um, uh, Hammersmith Apollo the, uh, a few years ago. And because I used to watch it with my dad, I got tickets for my, uh, myself and my dad to go and see the live version. And uh, I got him two tickets, hoping he would take me, and he did. And <laughs> as we were going there, he was like, um, why, uh, why are we going to see this? And I said, oh, this is because this is what we used to watch. When I was back from university, we'd watch it together. And he was like, oh, yeah, but I, I watch telly every night. You just happen to be there. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, that no. for me was like, this is, you know, like, a, yeah. this is a bonding moment between me yeah. and my dad. And it's like, oh, I would have been watching the telly whether you were there or not. Yeah. And I don't That's see that. Crushing. <laughs> People absolutely love that because I remember um, earlier this year, I went on a tour with a different podcast that I do around the country. And our tour manager, John, um, worked on Early Doors Live and he had his oh, jacket wow. he was wearing and people were always coming up to him going, yeah. oh my God, Early Doors Live. It wasn't one of those shows that felt like, you know, it wasn't Little Britain in terms yeah. of like having catchphrases, but they'd all shout to the regiment, I wish I was there. And it was mad being in a room full of, you know, 3,000 people who were all shouting it back. She go, this doesn't feel like the kind of show because it's small and contained and, you know, no laugh track. It didn't feel like a, the sort of show, like Only Fools and Horses, you go, I can see why that's, it's, it's a massive institution. Of course, that's, got a, yeah. a, a live show in the West End. This felt like it was a really odd odd experience. Um, but yeah, I, I loved that. I thought it was brilliant. Lovely choice. Very nice. Right, Dan, it is now time for a listener suggestion. Who have you been chatting to this week? So I've been chatting to Rob this week. Hello, Rob. He's got a suggestion for you to put in your pub. Okay. But you don't have to accept it. All right, let's, let's have a um, listen. You know, we've had... Probably an equal amount now, I think, of rejections and, and exceptions. Early on, people were very polite yeah. and were just accepting pretty much everything. And now people can be quite vicious yeah. towards the listeners. And honestly, they, they deserve they it. Deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, innocent until proven guilty yeah. for Rob yeah. for the moment. Okay, let's hear okay. what he has to say. This is Rob, and I think Matthew's pub should have the members of the celebrated Steely Dan tribute act Nearly Dan working behind the bar. That way Matthew would be able to request any song he likes. That or maybe an Advocar fountain. Cheers and enjoy. There's some that hedge their bets by saying one thing and they go, oh, I'm going to add or another thing. Maybe yeah, another yeah, thing as well. Yeah. 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 Well, let's, let's, let's take them one by one. Yes. Let's start with uh, 
is, is plan A, yes. yeah. which is the members of Nearly Dan. Now, I, I, I love Steely Dan, okay. uh, gr- great bands. Right. Uh, I don't know if you're, are you, are you, are you a Steely Dan fan? No. Because from the look, you would fit yeah. right yeah, in. Yeah, I, I, I can see, uh, yeah. You, you, you would act not, not just at I, a gig, but actually on stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel I should get into them, yeah. I could definitely see yeah. you doing the Midnight Special yeah. in 1973. Yeah. Um, I literally cannot think of a Steely Dan. Dan song. So their big yeah. songs are Ricky Don't Lose That Number yeah. or Reading in the Years. You might know Reading right. in the Years. Um, I quite probably would have had this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're very much like, they're, they, they're one of those bands, uh, a bit like the Beatles, who got to a point where they were dissatisfied with the live experience and started working in the studio right. and did some pretty amazing stuff, you know, sonically. Uh, but I just think they're, they're, they're phenomenal songwriters. I think uh, the you know, the two of them, Walter Becker, Donald Fagan, brilliant songwriters, uh, fantastic musicians. And I've seen, I, I, sadly, I had tickets to see Steely Dan and uh, uh, Walter Becker passed away uh, just before. So I never got to see, I mean, you, I'm, I'm not, you're never going to see the original lineup because the original uh, didn't perform together after yeah. about 1973. Um, but I got to see, uh, I got to see them perform a few times. I've, I've seen them a few times. It's really, really exciting. I love them. Um, but... They kind of tend to sort of hug the lines of a. They, they do quite a hits show, and the thing about CD Dan is being an album band, mm. you've got to turn to like the tribute acts. And I've been to see Nearly Dan. In fact, I'm going. What is it today? Monday. I'm going to go on Saturday. I'm going to go <laughs> see them again. Um, however, Rob, why are they working behind the bar? <laughs> yeah, have them as the have them in the corner playing House a band. set. Surely, yeah. yeah. Now, you know, because what you don't want is for me to suddenly go. Oh, I'd love to hear with a gun from Pretzel Logic, but there's a rush on at the bar. Mm. Yeah, and half the staff are. You know, you, you, what you want is people to be, to be able to order a drink while they're listening to the band. Yeah, yeah. so it's either or. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to don't want them humming a song while they're pouring the pint you're sort of can yeah 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 it's, it's you're tantalizingly yeah. close yeah um so i think i'll absolutely have nearly dan uh i'll have nearly dan playing okay. in the pub i'll okay. accept that i won't have them working behind the bar we'll have properly trained bar staff also there's probably about 11 or 12 of them that's just too many behind a, a, a typical yeah, bar isn't it not, you know you're not going to be able to afford to pay all of those people no no they're there every night all no, of them. no i mean quick service to be fair though if you've got if you had action, maybe you get actual Steely Dan to play because yeah. then it'd be so popular. Then you'll need 11 people That's from Nearly true. Dan. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, but could you have that? Is that fair? To, and then like, you, is then it fair to have the tribute band working so close to the band they're trying to emulate? I think they, they will they'll oh, be the first to admit, do you know what? They'll, they'll be fans of Steely Dan. Do you mean, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll be like, fair enough. This is. <laughs> you but, could, yeah. uh, I guess you could call the pub Beerly Dan. Steely Dan. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. could do. I tell you one thing that's that if you're a, if you're a Steely Dan fan, uh, Spotify, it it grinds my gears in a way that I've got, and I feel like this is the this is the forum to to complain about it. Mm. Spotify can't delineate between it often it will often do it. You know, uh, it won't delineate between bands that have got the same name. It won't know which right, which one okay. you you know which one you like. So if you listen to your sort of Spotify. Um, release radar or your Spotify suggestions. It'll often be like, you like the band Devo, so we're going to play you some rapper with 800 listens a, a month mm. who's also happens to be called Devo. Right. You realize there's a, a new wave band from the 80s called Devo. It'll often happen <laughs> like that. But the, the worst thing is they'll send, they, they, and they'll send messages, they'll like push notifications to my phone going, a band you love are playing in your area. And the other day it said, um, it said, um, well, first it says like, Steely Dan are playing uh, on Great Portland Street on Saturday. No, they're not. <laughs> Nearly Dan are playing. Yeah. 
Uh, the other day it said, guess what? Fleetwood Mac are doing a gig in Chesham. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, right. I would have heard let's, about it by let's, now. Let's, 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 let's take a step back here. Christine McVie has passed away. Yeah. So that's that for a lot of people has put the kibosh on them ever getting together. Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks aren't talking. They've got Neil Finn from Crowded House playing even when Christine was, was alive. The chance of them getting back together and then thinking, where do we do our one gig of the year? <laughs> Chesham. Chesham. And I looked on this, and of course, it's some sort of, I mean, apparently a very good uh, Fleetwood Mac tribute band. But come on, Spotify. You are, you are going to make a lot of, you know, the, the people who are into, uh, into Fleetwood Mac and Steely Dan might not necessarily be the most digitally native people. They might not necessarily <laughs> know their way around yeah. how these things work. Hmm. And if you get an, a thing to your phone saying, click on this and you can get tickets to see Steely Dan yeah. in a tiny club on Great Portland Street on Saturday, you're going to do it. And then you just shop and go, hang on a sec. Where, be very disappointed. Where's, yeah. any, of the, where's yeah. any of the original lineup? I know they changed the lineup a lot, but yeah. surely they're at least keeping Donald Fagan. Surely at least the main guy who is Steely Dan is still playing in the band. Um, but anyway, it's one of the, that's one of those things where um, I, I've had that in my head for about a fortnight. And I know it's the sort of thing I would, I, you know, f- 10 years ago, I would have complained to my partner about it. And she would have very patiently sat there and gone, okay, mm, yeah, all right, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. And now I know there's just no point. It's boring for oh, her. I thought you were going to say, it's now I know me. a podcast is going to come along at some point. Where I'm no, no, exactly. <laughs> this is why, this is the great thing about podcasts. But um, I think this is the right podcast to do it on. Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been brought up organically by, uh, by Rob. Yeah. Um, Avocar Fountain. That's the second one he wanted mm. to do. Um, now at Christmas time, that's when the Avocar tends to come yeah. out. We do, um, well, Basically, we used to do Christmas gigs uh, when we when we first started. Every every December, we do a sort of Christmas special, Pappy's Christmas special, Pappy Christmas, and we would have <laughs> bottles of Avocar on stage, and we'd try and drink an entire bottle of Avocar during the course of this like hour long show. And then in Edinburgh, we would do one show in our festival run uh, that was like a charity special, and the idea is we would drink one or something more than one bottle of Avocar whilst we're performing the show. Um, and it's become a drink that's like associated now with with pappies. And in fact, I did we did another Christmas special last night, even though we're recording this in November, uh, because uh, Tom's having a baby, so we've got to do all our Christmas stuff early. Um, uh, and it's it's a drink I've got a real kind of fondness for. You can't go you can't go overboard on it. A bottle is too much, mm. but a nice. But are you avocado drinkers? Do you, I've, you, I've, I've had it around Christmas. I don't think I I've had it even. Yeah. I mean, any any glass bottle that's been on a shelf, unrefrigerated, uh, in a supermarket for months and months and months, but still has the phrase "made with real eggs" on the <laughs> yeah. outside, you think, "Oh, we've got to drink a bit of that." Oh, wow. I've got to play the 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 uh, the Ed salmonella roulette. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's it's the um, it's like an eggnog basically, right. but it's um, it's the it's the alcoholic part of a snowball. So that and uh, lemonade is a snowball. Um, but yeah, I've drunk pints of it. I absolutely love it. It's uh, it, it's it's very very sweet, but it's also got that kind of nice bit of um, abrasion to the back of the throat mm. that you think, oh, there is some booze in this. Yeah. How did yeah. you find performing with drinking? Well, the uh, yeah, I, I think you know you eat a big tea beforehand, yeah. and um, quite a lot of the time, actually. Sorry to ruin this video, but you're you're slightly faking it. Yeah. You know, you can hold a bottle to your lips and, you know, make yeah. it seem like you're drinking a lot more than you are. Um, uh, there was one there was one show we did at Edinburgh 2012 
and um, we'd uh, we'd been nominated for the main award, but we'd we'd lost it. We'd lost it out to, to, the, to the brilliant Dr. Brown. He's he's, he's fantastic, uh, and the head of the panel was in our charity show, and uh, so we were kind of really berating him and uh, forcing him to you know, drink uh, drink avocado. And I, I think I drank about uh, a bottle and a half during the course of that show. And, you know, we, we at the end of the show, you know, waved and thanked everybody. And I sprinted to the lose and brought all of it up. Uh, so it's, you know, I think generally you always have better gigs when you're not yeah. hammered. Yeah. And you always have better gigs when you're not trying to avoid being sick. Yeah, we did a tour show in Dublin uh, early in the year, and Stevie, who did the other podcast with, had a opened up a can of Guinness or beer or whatever on stage, and then the crowd just started singing, getting to down it. Oh, so we to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he ended up doing that. He ended up da- downing like at least four pints during the show. Oh, mate! But then later on this summer, we were doing. We'd been asked to do a show at Kendall Calling Festival, and we thought we were being put in some tiny little. Tend to something, but they put us on like the second stage that Annie Mac was on that night, sort of thing. Because, oh wow! Because of sort of numbers for it, right? and we and I couldn't get the others to sort of engage in planning what we were going to do exactly for us. And we really kind of need to do this. So it was literally it was two hours before the show. I was like, "What are we going to do?" Because everyone's ignored <laughs> all of my messages. Yeah. And Jack, we started going through it, and Jack was like. Oh God, we should have thought of this before. We're like, yes, yes, we should. And Stevie said, if, if it's going badly, I'll just open a can and I'll down it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we went going, and it was an absolute nightmare. And every now and then, it's really going, they're going, they're quiet. And I'm just here at the corner, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'd really like to drink with Stevie. <laughs> and we walked off stage, and the stage manager just looked at Jack and just raised his eyes and went, Oh, oh yeah, and Alfie would do it as well. We just we got we got at the side. Alfie just turned around. And goes, yes, I honestly thought we were going to pull out some kind of magic. Yeah. I thought there was just something going to come out of the bag. Sometimes it happens. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good to have something in the back pocket. How <laughs> how soon after saying you know good evening, standing calling, were you hearing that first? How fair, uh, fairly soon. I mean, there was, I think I think Jack lost a bit of confidence early on and veered off of the script sort of thing. Yeah. and. and um, and I think we might have finished about five minutes early or something like that. <laughs> Probably that enough, yeah. isn't it? Oh, sort of thing, but um, yeah, it's I, terrible. I've 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 been on stage before where uh, the, the audience starts chanting down it, and it's kind of impossible. Like, you know, it, it's sort of impossible to to say no to it. Yeah. No, come on, lads, come on. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I was at, I was at a a, a gig. There was a notoriously bad gig, the Harper Adams College. It's an, uh, an agricultural college in the Midlands. Uh, and it was myself and Andy Zaltzman doing a, doing a set. And they, it was one of those places that had a dentist chair, you know, like in the student union, uh, you know, the, the tip back mm. dentist chair thing. It had, had that going on. And they were obsessed with getting people to down pints. And Andy had driven and uh, he said, look, no, I'm not downing anything unless you've got a pint of coffee. And then, of course... Someone goes off, comes back, <laughs> pint of coffee, and he's got to drink a pint of coffee during his set. It was just, uh, oh. oh, it's just. It, it, but the, the problem is, if you've got people try, like performers are inherently, you know, as performers, as, as, yeah. As performers <laughs> yeah. yeah, and crowd pleasers and needy yeah, people, yeah. and you think, well, I've, I've, you know, I've got this well crafted material. These people should be delighted to see it. But if people, if an entire room is chanting, do something, whether it's down it or get off, 
Yeah. You've got to listen to the mob, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to listen to the masses. Give the people what they want. If you have a suggestion for something that could go in a future pub, you can email me, robbie at moonunderpod.com, with your artistic vision. It's time now, Matthew, to put something into the pub jukebox, and you can put in one CD or mini disc of your choosing for everyone to enjoy. What would you like it to be? Well, I've gone for a double album. Lovely. Get money's worth. And it's now 27. Wonderful. Has anybody picked a now compilation before? We've had compilation albums yes. before, but I don't know what. Let me let me look that up in my mind. Interesting, just... interesting choice. The uh, the now twenty seven. Yeah, very keen. To, I'm just think. I'm trying to think what is on now. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 bring, I'm bringing it up here, so I've, we've all got. Can the, tell you a few. I can tell you a few. Oh, wow. Ace of base. The all song, over this. D ring. In... Things can only get better. Well, so, so that gives you the year, doesn't it? Because it's uh... so. I, well, let me guess the year yes, from these on. songs. Twist and Shout, East 70 is all right. 93, 94, I'm going to 93, 94, I'm going to say. Yeah, you're spot on. Spot on. Yeah, it's 94, it's March of 94. Um, so I, I think, I mean, I, 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 I love music. I consider myself to be a music fan. I think I've got um, what I probably, you know, think of as, as esoteric tastes, but you know, I like the kind of music that guys who wear plaid shirts likes. You know, um, you know. Like, it's, uh, when Amazon came along, uh, it really. I would buy CDs on Amazon. It really ruined any uh, sort of disavowed me of any notion that I was an individual, right? Because um, you'd buy a Guided by Voices CD, and it would say people who bought this also bought Mister Show on DVD. <laughs> And a Daniel Klaus graphic novel, and you go, oh yeah, that's my entire personality. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was a, real, <laughs> I actually had something going on here, uh, you know, and and and, and plaid shirts and uh, and frayed jeans, um, but I, I, I'm not going to do a thing. Uh, you know, from doing like p- making record making uh, CDs to play at parties or from like DJing at friends parties you always think it's a chance to show off your, the breadth of your musical knowledge it isn't it's a chance to give people a good time and it's a chance to give people songs that they don't have to love these songs but they do have to kind of sort of know what they are you don't want people sitting there shazamming all night and you don't want people seeing sitting there going what is this mm. Or if they're going, what is this? You can go, oh, it's that song that Phil Collins did for the Tarzan movie, which I think is also on now 27. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like, I think there's, it's because it's now, it's it's pretty inoffensive stuff. There's nothing there that's going to really Every upset day. people. Um, but I think as the night goes on, you can imagine, you know, Enigma's Return to Innocence. When that comes on and you've had three or four drinks, you're having a great night, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You're throwing your arms yeah. into the air. You're singing along with it. You know, you're making yourself unpopular. Yeah. Um, it's got a few, It's because what they tended to do, is they've not quite done it on this CD. Uh, later in the, into the 90s, there's kind of guitar music. Like this is around the time when guitar music was exploded. Like 94, we're talking yeah. about like, Definitely, maybe would have been would, would have been out. Part of life came out that year, so it's like Britpop is, is starting. So you've got a little a little kind of hint at the tail end of grunge. You've got uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Disarm, and you've got um, got Primal Scream, Rocks. You've got a few. What they used to do was like the first CD was all pop. The second CD tended to be all kind of like yeah, you know, your Shed Sevens and that kind of stuff. But they've got a, you know a few things that are a bit more rock. You know, Meatloaf, Rock and Roll, Dreams come through. It's crucially got a lot of bands you like. 
but not the song you like. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like a song from Right Said Fred's second album. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Man. Yeah, yeah. Back back when it was okay to like Right Said yeah. Fred back in the back in the good old days. Yeah. They've it's not deeply dippy. It's not I'm too sexy. It's Wonder uh, Man, the song they did for the um, It's vaccines are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, too unlimited. There's Let them be control your body. Songs on here. Credit yeah. to the nation, teenage sensation. Oh yeah! Wow, that was you know they they really did seem like you know if you if you read the melody maker and the, yeah. and the enemy at that time you thought they were going to be the biggest band yeah. in the world and you credit to the nation they went absolutely crazy. And I know other no other songs by them. I mean, it's an interesting choice. Thank because, you. Because um, oh, I, I will just well <laughs> I will just say a couple of the other a couple of people chose chose a now compilation. Sarah Millican. I don't know which one it was, but. Right. So now, and Joe Wilkinson chose volumes one to four. So oh, you're in, again, you're in I've, great, I've, I've, I've you're in great comedy company. Well, was, was, that's, that's, hey, look, that's, that was pre. That was yeah. pre us. It was he picked pre- eight CDs. What yeah. kind of pre- Premier League? Uh, we've, yeah. we've, 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 we've really that <laughs> You've got to step down on that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but now, twenty seven is actually one of the least well sold albums in the entire series. So it's a bit underground. It's a bit cool. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it did, it's, the, it's the first. It's the first uh, version of Neck Oil of the now. <laughs> exactly. You know, it did go platinum, but. So. Almost all the others went either double, triple, or even quintuple <laughs> platinum. And I, I, this was I, I love that. I'm very happy with that. This was 1994. <laughs> the next one to only go single platinum was now 82 in 2012. Oh, wow. And people were so, pretty much giving up on CDs yeah, by that point, weren't they? Yeah. I've just realised I had this album. There you go. Because I remember one of those Gin Blossom's Hey Jealousy people. going into Smashing Pumpkins' Disarm. Oh, Hey Jealousy um, yeah. is, a, is a huge... I mean, actually, amazing. It, it, ends, it ends really, really strong, that CD. You've got Cranberries Linger, Cornflake Girl by Tori Amos, Good As Gold, Stupid As Mud by The Beautiful South, Rock and Roll Dreams Come Through by Meatloaf, Primal Scream Rocks, Jim Blossom's Hey Jealousy, Smashing Pumpkins Disarm. I mean, it's a bit of a downer. Disarm's like, you know, yeah. it's not a Today or Cherub Rock or one of those, but it's still a pretty, some pretty huge bangers there. I think if, if, I, was in a, if I was in a pub and those songs got played in that order... I'd be delighted. Yeah, I'd be so, I'd be yeah. so happy. When I was on a stag do recently, um, I there was a, we went into some of the pe- people. It was the it was the Saturday night, and I hadn't gone hard on the Friday night, so I still had a bit of uh, a bit of fight in me. And I went out with um, maybe four or five of the other guys, and we found a, a, a rock pub. And I think if you're in a city you don't know, the rock pubs tend to be like the best place to go out and have a drink. They're always really really friendly. Um, so we went there and found this rock pub, and. Um, at first, we're like, oh, is this going to be okay? Is it going to be all right? And we realized that the, the barman was not just serving, but he was YouTube DJing. So, like, <laughs> the, the screen behind him was his, like, desktop, and he was typing things into YouTube. And it was all, like, you know, he was clearly into all the kind of same. So it was, it was you know, it was Nirvana, it was L7. Uh, at one point, he played uh, Violet by Hull. And I was like, this is... Yeah. I, I just... I, that, that's, that, to me, is, 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 is a perfect night out. And the great thing was... You could, you sort of, it was a, it was a great way to DJ as well because he'd type in Rage Against the Machine. You'd be like, we know oh, he's going to play Rage Against the Machine, yeah, next, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but what's he going to play? What Brilliant. song is it going to be? And uh, and it was it was really oh, it was it was so fun. Um, and I think like that that kind of thing. That's that's what you want. It's not necessarily the songs you've chosen yourself, but there's there's, there's kind of something there for everyone. 
Who's, who's our age? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who, in my case, this album reminds me of doing my driving test. Yeah, exactly. Sums yeah, up yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly where we are. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, a bottle of space doubt in my hand. I listen to the cranberries. <laughs> yeah. It's like the yeah. 90s never ended. Oh, I love it. I know even about, I appreciate this podcast is about 50 hours long, so we'll move on in a second. But I, I was asked to DJ at Sheffield Lidmill a couple of weekends ago, and it's oh, a real it's battle a, I, I love between that what venue. you want to, it's so good. Yeah. Between, I think, I want to, teach some of the younger kids this yeah but also i want them to enjoy it yeah so i think well i'll make you listen to a bit of weezer but then we'll go and we'll do some sam fender yeah 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 that. of course of course yeah that's that's the thing that, that that tends to happen isn't it you go to indie discos and they get to a point when you're like oh no i only i know half the songs they're playing yeah. i used to know all of these you know i'm the guy who gets really excited when they play suede head by morrissey and yeah. pretend <laughs> yeah. i've got glad around <laughs> yeah. my head you know and everyone's like oh who's the old guy yeah yeah who's the old guy that's throwing himself yeah. around the room to, this I was, charming I was chatting man. to the guy from the venue and it was like um and you sort of forget because they say oh yeah they love all Britpop classics and all this go here so i think i might play a bit of ash they're going who, who are ash no like, yes yeah, things like this it's like you never you don't know which bands are so girl from mars hasn't cut through it's not not cut through black great they weren't aware of oh, oh no oh, oh don't worry i, I played it oh, you've got, what, what are you going for reverend black grape i think i went for reverend black grape or maybe it was okay Ke- is kelly's heroes no it wasn't you? it was the other one it was um i think i played in the name of the father oh yeah yeah that's yeah. huge yeah great yeah. Anyway, I yeah. appreciate everyone else to go. Well, next time you're there, I'll, 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 I'll travel with you. I'll, do it. We'll I'll do it. We'll have a wonderful we'll start, night. We'll yeah. start up a DJing yeah. team. Yeah. Love it. My first post-divorce pint. The gin I had in Hull. My nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. It's now time for a drinking time, and this is where the moon underwater will transport you through the very fabric of time to an occasion from your past where you can have whatever drink you were having then with whoever or whatever thing was happening at the time. You get the concept. Okay. Now, I feel like I went a bit too hard on Joe Wilkinson for picking uh, four CDs, yeah. four yeah. double CDs, because I'm picking 10 drinks. Okay. Um, okay. But I, um, this is the first, ter- first term of, of university back in Canterbury. Um, me and a group of friends used to go and do the, uh, the Monday Club. So the Monday Club, I think they still do it. In fact, they may have even brought it back. Um, but it was 10 drinks. Every drink was 99p. So you'd go with a tenner. And the idea was you'd try and get through the 10 drinks. Oh, now, I, let me just say now, that is not the way you should drink these days. I, I, you know, that was a, it was a, it was a different time. I was a different person. A different, much more fun time. It was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I reject, I wouldn't be able to, I physically wouldn't be able to do that now, but I, I remember that time. And there's, there's, I've got a photo of me, you know, very glassy eyed with the re- empty receptacles all around the tables. I'd, I'd done, I'd done the full, the full 10. I was trying, uh, I was, I've made a list here. I was trying to remember what the 10 were. Um, it was red wine, small red wine, small white wine. Uh, and it was, that's all it was. I mean, no yeah, idea. Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. think it was people's opinion and Benjamin <laughs> Darno's finest. Um, uh, a bottle of Bex, uh, a bottle of Budweiser, Smyrna Feist, Bacardi Breezer, a pint of John Smith. Oh, you properly mixed it up. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You didn't think I'll have 10 different beers. Or... I thought these were going to be small glasses, not yeah. full on bottles. No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was, a, uh, it was uh, a pint of Carling, um, <laughs> a... <laughs> Yeah, that, it, was, it wasn't great. Uh, a measure of whiskey and then oh. uh, 
This one, we tried to do it as our last one, but it depended on whether or not they turned off the machine. But the, the, the 10th one was a latte. So uh, <laughs> going back to our idea of alcoholic milk yes, again, isn't yeah. it? But um, if you could do the 10, then that was, that was the thing. And, and, and crucially, that's a tenner. Yeah. You know, it's a great pi- night out. Pints now, you know, a pint of uh, John Smith nowadays would cost you close to a tenner in some yeah. London pubs. Uh, so that was, I've got very, very fond memories of, uh, we'd all go down, we'd draw out our £10 note and go, that's all we're going to need. Yeah. That's our nights. Yeah. And then, of course, you go out and draw another tenner and go to the go to the club afterwards. Yeah. But uh, if, yeah, if I could go on for a kebab, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If I could go back to that time, I remember it as being um, an incredibly carefree time because I, you know it was the first the first year of university didn't really count. No. Everyone, I, I, in fact, as I was saying that, I was I've just got the memory of. Did you have to get like 48% or there was a, there was like a number you had yeah. to get and they're like, if you get 48%, we'll keep you on for the second year. And so everyone was yeah. like, oh, I'll get 48. Yeah, I can get 48%. Yeah. So it didn't count. It didn't go towards your final grade. That was, it was mad. The, it was, yeah, it's mad. And I found that out. I was like, why have I been going to these lectures? Yeah. Why not, why not make it a two year course? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not as much fun to do. Yeah. You know, it's been three. So it was, a, I remember it being a very carefree time. So many of the people I uh, made friends with then, I'm still friends with now. Uh, so I'd, I'd love to go back with my, with my metabolism. Because I, I think I used to go home. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go out to the club and I'd have a few, you know, I, 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 this was, and this was like, this was a real pub. You know, these were, were bottles. So we were drinking real drinks. I'd go and have some watered down spirits and all that at the club uh, go and have a chicken uh, kebab and then go to bed with a glass of squash which I'd wake up in the middle of the night and drink and as far as I can remember that was Fine. that was set me yeah. right yeah. if I had a Ribena at 3am or 4am I would wake up the next morning and go okay well go again. Tuesday go again. morning let's go to Tuesday club <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would I remember at uni I would when we were going out to the LCR Dan and I went to UEA in Norwich together and when we were going out to the LCR disco on a Thursday night well, I'd just be listening to music in my room. I would drink on my own. Before I went downstairs, yeah. I would drink an entire bottle of wine. Yeah. As the base level to then start drinking with other people. Yeah, yeah. And there was if certain... I'm that now, I'd, I'd die. I'd die, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to go immediately to... If I was in my room, <laughs> yeah. I would stay in my room and I would burst into tears. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I remember being late one night to uh, to, to meet my, my friends in the pub. And it's because I was... Uh, I had a six-pack of Stella and... Um, uh, Jimmy Eat World's uh, Bleed American had just come out, and uh, and I was just dancing and drinking to that. And I'm sorry, I've, I'm late, but Bleed American's just come out, and I, you know, I'm not made of stone, am I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, like the idea of that kind of pre-gaming. Yeah. Also, I was. The, the, in fact, the milk things re- reminded me again of the pre pre-gaming when I was very little. You know, when I was like. 14, 15, going out to a pub. The pre-gaming was done. I suppose it was done in the, for the same reason at, at uni, but it was for, for reasons of like economics. Mm. Um, but when, when we were when we were little kids, all alcohol tasted gross to us. So I remember getting on the getting on the bus again. The, a, lot of, a lot of drinking on buses. I like getting on the bus, and my friend Peter was on the bus, and he he passed me a, a, a sort of two liter bottle, and I said, "What's this?" And he said, "It's vodka, milk." And a crunchy bar, oh and he just ground up a crunchy bar in like a pestle and mortar and poured it, <laughs> poured it in. He's like, "Well, we like milk because we're children; we shouldn't be drinking. Yeah. We like crunchy bars, yeah. but we don't like vodka. So if we stick two good things in, brilliant. That's kind of brilliant. it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, and we drank this. Um, 
Uh, we were passing it around. The, all of us were drinking it on the bus. I would say, I mean, it did work. You know, is it, it, work is a broad church, isn't it? It works. Yeah. You know, we were all we were all hammered. But I'd say one of the drinks you don't want to share a receptacle is, yeah. is milk. Yeah. You know, there's something about <laughs> there's a lot of give and take when you're drinking a glass of milk. Milk should be very much. This is my milk. I'm yeah. drinking this milk. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sharing it. You know, it was always, it was one of the worst things you could do at home. Was has someone been drinking out of the milk that's the family milk that yeah. you know, putting, drinking it out and putting it back in the yeah. fridge was always a bad thing uh, at home. So yeah, but it it, it got us drunk. Yeah. But that kind of that kind of pre gaming ingenuity, I sort of I sort of miss that. I mean, I don't, I don't miss it, but I miss being that age when you could do that and go, yeah. I love the, think, I love the thinking back. behind it. Yeah, what I do mean, we like? like? We like milk, yeah. we like chocolate bars, put those in first, yeah. then we won't taste the vodka. It's now time for us to find out our guest's dream pub companion. But that is only for those of you who invest in the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you want to find out more, you can subscribe at moonunderpod.com. For the rest of you, we'll be back after this brief ad break. <laughs> This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to all the non-patron people and a lovely answer there from Matthew for his dream pub companions plural. Oh, mysterious. A little teaser. Yeah, why not? Get on the Patreon guys. Come on. You're missing out. Get involved. You are barred. It is now time uh, to bar something. We've put a lot of things in the pub. Now it's time to turn something away. So what would you like to bar from your pub? Now, I know you've said uh, you get tellies a lot, don't you? You get tellies. You get quite, yeah, a lot of strong views on television and sports. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not so bothered about that. The only thing I do that, that does bother me when it comes to the telly is um, when, it, when, they're, when it's tuned to... Um, some music television and it's not the music that's being played. It oh. drives me mad. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. You know, when, yeah, the, when the, yeah. you know, when they're playing something fantastic like Now 27, mm. they're also showing, uh, you know, MTV. 
Why? Yeah, yeah, Why? that is annoying. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate. I appreciate. There's probably some sort of licensing thing that you, if you the, what you're playing off the telly and all this, but then put something else on. Yeah, yeah. you know, Homes Under the Hammer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't want the you know Shackadim's and Pliers? While you're watching, you know, Dion Dublin walking around, uh, <laughs> showing you where the bedroom is. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've, I've not I've not done that. This is slightly, I would say, slightly twisting the rules. But I would say um, it's a it's a I would I would ban a cap on the amount of gravy you get with a roast. So I would have okay. basically I would have bo- I would have gravy, bottomless yeah. gravy yeah. on a roast, especially as uh, as a veggie. The thing like there are plenty of good veggie roasts out there, but they're not. You know you don't get them in every pub, and the saving grace of a of a dry veggie roast is the gravy. Mm. But it'll often arrive in the smallest little, it'll be like the size of one of those uh, jam jars you get at a breakfast buffet in a hotel. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. You know, and then you say, oh, could I have some more gravy? And they go, oh, sorry, that's, that's the gravy. That's the veggie gravy you get. You know, that's That's what that comes with it. And you think, come on, you, you want to say to the person, I know it's not you who's made the rules, but you've had gravy at home. Yeah. Yeah. How much are you putting on your yeah, roast at home? Yeah. You're not putting a tiny little no, thimbleful, no. are you? You're, you're putting half the boat in. And if yeah. you're providing that amount of gravy, you need more soft and succulent stuffing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I don't that's, ha- gone, that's all hard. That's going to need just soaking. I don't want to have to pour my Guinness ear over this just to get a little bit of moisture into <laughs> but it. I will. You know, yeah, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I will do it. So I feel like that is something that yeah. that needs to happen. And you drank all your KFC gravy on the bus over. Drank on the bus over in tears. Yeah, so yeah. Use that. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I drank I drank as much as I could before the man shamed me and had to throw it out the window in disgust at him and myself. And then he went, "Hang on a minute, are you drinking?" Milk vodka, crunchy. <laughs> yeah. I just want to sit here and drink three pints of gravy with my pint of crunchy milk vodka. Is that too much to ask? I'm a human being just like yeah. you. If you cut me, do I not bleed? Admittedly, I do yeah. bleed crunchy bar, but that's a yeah, yeah. that's a separate issue. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I I was I was in a pub. Uh, I was in a pub a few years ago now, uh, and uh, my friend didn't want a dessert. And so he asked for, he said, could I have um, a pint of mash? And a, he'd, had, he'd had a roast already. So can I have a pint of mash and a pint of gravy? And they did it for him. A and, pint of uh, mash? Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I, I, I enjoyed the mash so much. I'll just, he said, whatever it costs, I'll pay whatever it costs. But fill a pint, uh, fill a pint glass with mash, fill a pint glass with gravy. And that'll be my, uh, that'll be my dessert. So he made it effectively like, I guess, I guess a sort of savory Sunday. Um, he made for <laughs> himself. How's he do it? How's he... <laughs> Having that, uh, doing like a spoon of mash plug. Uh, yeah, so like uh, a spoon, a spoon of a spoon of mash, nice big scoop, a dunk, and then into the oh. gob, and then he finished off the uh, finished. You know, drank the rest. Drank the gravy once down. it was once it was over, and uh, I respect that pub because yeah. um, they are they're the kind of pub that doesn't mind customers walking in yeah. and seeing a guy eating mash out of a bike <laughs> yeah, glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, there you go. You can serve the roast. It's say these, yeah. these will come with a pint glass of gravy. Yeah. Yeah. F- food in a pint glass, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Have you ever had a pint of prawns? Yeah, that's what oh. I was just thinking that. That's the only food that comes in yeah, pints. Yeah, so, yeah. A, a nice pint of prawns. I really like it. In fact, I was in, I was in a pub um, uh, this weekend, actually on, on Friday night, I was in the pavilion in Sydenham. I don't know if you've ever, ever been... As I live in know. Forest Hill. So yeah, so it's, 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 it's around your, your way. And it really is the kind of pub that's like, it's like walking into a pub in Sydenham in the 80s 
without the violence. Um, in fact, actually, well, I say without the violence. Um, less violence. A guy Different did. Violence. A guy did accost me outside and pin me up against uh, up against the, the the door with his like arm with his arm across my throat. But he wanted to show me a short film he'd made about how much he loves living in Sydenham. So it's that kind of thing. Okay. There was violence, <laughs> but he's a you know he's a he's, he's an aspiring filmmaker. He's an aspiring filmmaker, yeah, yeah. and he had made a very very good film. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but but. This is something that I, I haven't seen in pubs for absolutely years. Um, the the seafood man came round. Oh yeah, and it's what a treat mm. to have. I mean, I, I you know I I didn't I didn't buy a pot of cockles, but plenty of people did. But to have some cockles and vinegar about half past yeah. ten at night after you've had a few pints is great. And I and see that, that as you know, yeah, yeah. The, the the pint of prawns very much in that kind of in that kind of world. I know we haven't really you know, we, we haven't really picked pick foods, but definitely I like the idea of the of the Winkle Man. Yeah. Coming around with some you crayfish can, you for you. Include that in the pub. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's okay, a pub. Yeah. There's a pub on um, along the Thames, not far from the O2. As if you're going along towards the, what do you call it, um, Thames Barrier. Oh yeah, sort of thing. Somewhere in that area, there's a pub on the Thames there that has a seafood thing that might be called either the Winkle Man or the Cockle Man or something right. like that. Permanently there. So you can just go get a pint, sit outside, get some cockles. Yeah. Eat those with it. Lovely. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It feel it feels odd. We, you know, you talk about pairings. Yeah. You think oh, I've just had you know five pints of Heineken. What do I really fancy? But cockles is often the answer. <laughs> yeah, cockles are always, always, yeah, always, always the answer, answer yeah. to almost any question. <laughs> but yeah, gravy. Uh, no, no limit. Yeah. You know, okay. on board. Bo- bottomless gravy. With that. Fine. Drink up, please. It's time. Matthew, it's coming to the end of your time here at the Moon Underwater. You'll probably be delighted to know after nine hours. Um, <laughs> it's uh, been if, a lock-in. <laughs> it's very much a lock-in territory. Uh, if people have enjoyed this and they want uh, more of you in their life, what should they do? Well, you can listen to Radio X on a Sunday morning. Uh, I'm on with Ed Gamble from uh, 8 till 10 every Sunday morning. And there's also a podcast of that if you're not willing to get up when we do, um, <laughs> which is fair enough. It's a Sunday morning. It's very early. Uh, I also do a podcast with Pappies, uh, which is called Pappies Flatshare. And uh, yeah, that's available wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, follow me on Instagram. Wonderful. Amazing. That's very good. Okay, bef- before we go, we do have to do the most important thing, which is name this magical pub. What are we going to call it? Now, I was thinking initially of um, of calling it Pappies Fun Pub. Because when we started Pappy's, we were called Pappy's Fun Club. And I thought, I'll call it Pappy's Fun Club. But then I thought, can I really, you know, I already get accused by the, the other two of like railroading them with my yeah. ideas and go, well, yeah. this is what we're doing, guys. You yeah. know, like, so I feel like... Um, starting a pub. I feel like starting <laughs> yeah. a pub where I've I've made all the decisions <laughs> yeah. and they've made none of them yeah. isn't fair. But I'm going to pay tribute to, to Tom and Ben and I'm going to call it a pub-a-dub-dub. Right. And the um, and the, the little uh, sort of swinging sign, hand painted swinging sign is going to be the three members of Pappy's as a butcher, a baker and a candlestick maker in Aww. a uh, in a in a bathtub. So that'll be that'll be the picture. I'll never I'll never explain it. But that's yeah. that's what it will be. And I think, you know, uh, we can have uh, charcuterie plates and good bread. And I don't mind it being the kind of pub where you do candlestick making on a Wednesday night, you know, on a, on a quiet night, something like this. And uh, and then uh, twice a month, we'll do a reggae and dub night. So it'll be um, <laughs> it'll be it'll be a dub at the pub a dub dub. Yeah. 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 
Dub Club no. at the Pub Dub. Dub Club at the Pub Dub Dub. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. Uh, Dan, before, before Matthew goes, can you just run through what he's created today? Yes. So draft choices were Neck Oil and Guinness 0%, which Great. we've enjoyed thanks to the bell. Uh, bottle choices: Pique Poule de Pinay. Delicious. Pinay. Pique Poule de Pinay. I think just it's it's your it's your excuse to put on the most outrageous mm. French accent yeah. you want. Yeah, people yeah. 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 uh, lean into it. And uh, anything by uh, Benjamin Danou. Benjamin Danou. Uh, but specifically Minervois twenty twenty. Minervois twenty twenty. Van Van. It's what well, it is, Van, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the van, 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 the van from Van Van. van yeah. Van. <laughs> so you're gonna have a van from Van Van, the van, from van, the van, van at the dub at the dub club at the rubber yeah. dub uh, dub dub. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, spirit choices: uh, the Alco Pop Space Doubt and the Glen Livet. Bring it back. Yeah, bring legalize it. Back. it. Uh, you um, have kind of accepted Rob's listener suggestion. Of uh, so, what did you go for in the end? I think, I think we've got the real Steely Dan playing, uh, playing, playing there, there. and nearly Dan will be behind the bar yeah. as he suggested. So <laughs> you've accepted there. it. They're yes. there to, ba- to back up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, your jukebox choice was uh, now twenty seven, uh, one of the least popular now albums currently. Um, yes. currently. Currently, yes. You know, uh, your drinking time was the ten drinks for ninety nine p each at Canterbury University. Break, stretching the rules to breaking point yeah, there, but yeah, 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 sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you barred a cap on gravy. Yeah. And your pub name is a pub dub dub. Yes, that's me. Wonderful. That is time for the end of the podcast. Matthew, thank you so much. It's been so much Amazing. fun. This has been a real delight. Thank you so much. I've thank had a you. great time. It's fabulous. I didn't know how much gravy and buses played in your life until today. <laughs> it turns so out, all, yeah, yeah. We've all learned a lot. This is it. Thank you very much. Bury me in time. a bus full of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it on that. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.